This is Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie bringing you some of the best of our live commentary action as originally broadcast on KCLR. Visit Scoreline.ie. Thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management, Carlo's leading waste disposal company, raywhelan.ie. Yes, thank you very much, Carl. We will be heading for a moment silence here, remembering all people who have died in the pandemic over the last two years. But just before that happens, to let Carlo listeners know there's two late changes on the Carlo team. Well, we didn't know about them, but to the official programme, Niall Bulger starts at right corner back, wearing number 22, and John Nolan from Mount Leinster Rangers uh, replaces John Dial at number 10. He will wear number 24. So Paul Dial not starting, John Dial not starting, and Niall Bulger and John Nolan start uh, on this team. Niall from Town Gales, of course course and Mead make one late change pa- um, 23 is in Mikey Cole for Marco Sullivan we have a minute silence at Park Talton to remember all who have passed away during the pandemic so there we are remembering everybody around the field in Park Talton which will be performed for us today by Isabel Quinlan from the Central Town Club so Isabel Quinlan from Central Town in County Mead will sing around the field at Park Talton young girl I'm 12 years of age. Good girls, you get a nice round of applause. Nice start to the day here, remembering everybody, which is not a nice start. It is to do with, but for all people who've lost out on family members, we think of you all uh, today. Uh, a big day for Carlo Hurling, an important day for Carlo Hurling. The standings in the league, down are in the final. They're on eight points, four wins from five. Kerry are in the semi-final. They have six points, uh, three wins from five. And now it's up to Westmead, Kildare and Carlow. Westmead are on four points. If they win against Kildare, obviously they're straight into the semi-final. If Kildare win there and Carlow win here, Carlow can be in the semi-final. If you're still with me, Carlow have eight points more uh, on the a, a minus uh, two and it is Kildare on a minus 10 so there's two of a difference there a match referee is from Dublin and Terence Kelly is beside me Terence it's a huge day for Carlo Hurling and it's a game to have to win it's a huge day Brendan yeah. as it is like to have collected three points win over Westmead by six points and then draw with Kildare whereas Mead has had one victory uh, they had a point victory over Kildare over Kildare like Kildare was somewhat a diluted uh, Kildare team because the ace players weren't playing but game is on Brendan certainly is and Carlo take a line ball on the far side the line up is uh, Carlo Brian Tracy in goal Niall Bulger Connor Lawler and Michael Dial in the full back line 
with Jack McCull of Bagnastown Gales, Dermot Byrne, Mount Leinster Rangers, Jack Cavan of St Mullins in the half back line, Connor Kyo of St Mullins, partners Fieker Fitzpatrick from Mount Leinster Rangers, and the half forward line, John Nolan wears number 24 from Mount Leinster Rangers. He's beside his brother Chris, who wears number 11 from Mount Leinster Rangers, and Sean Murphy from Ballinkillen, number 12. Full forward line, Martin Cavan of St Mullins, John Michael Nolan, Avon, and Kevin MacDonald from Mount Leinster Rangers. Carlo defending in their own corner back position, Niall Bulger with the first clearance, Sonny in Navin, a wind blowing across the field, it's blustery enough, and they're trying to get Carlo in onto the possession, and the man on possession will look like Kevin MacDonald on that far side. Jack Cavanagh comes, gives him a hand, knocks it down towards his brother Martin. Marty takes it up outside the 20 metre line, gets a bit of encouragement from the travelling Carlo supporters. Lovely ball into Sean Murphy. Murphy inside the 20, he's gone like a steam train. Murphy's going to go for goal here, but he takes his point, Sean Murphy. It was a beautiful move. He probably did the intelligent thing in the end's turns, but that's the start you wanted into the first minute. Good score. We'll run to the second minute, but a good score, Sean Murphy. And it's great to have him back. It's great to have Dermot Byrne back. But uh, when I say that, Willie and I spoke about this last week. This has to be also a disciplined performance because Carlo have to keep 15 men on the field here. Well, it's true, like, you know, we're after having, you know, indiscipline has cost Carlo a few matches as it is. Like, you know, they have been a bit indiscipline. Hopefully it can go well today, but Sean Murphy went through that time like a steam train and all jokes aside. He may have had a goal at a goal, but listen, he took the, he took the safe option and took his point. And he certainly did. Carlo have a free. Marty Cavan a fouled out on the halfway line. He's two metres in from the stand side. Playing into the scoreboard end here with the breeze blowing across that goal. So the breeze really, the wind is actually blowing across the field. Here's Marty, his first dead ball situation today. Great to have him back also. There's a good forward unit there for Carlo. He struck that very, very well. He's given that everything, Marty Cavanaugh. That's a great score. A great Two score. points. That's that's as good as you do when you're taking a free. You know, you got to put it down and you got to get all them because all the big teams get those scores, turns, and that was an important free. But two points to the good. Two and a half minutes gone. Good start for Carlo. Listen, a classy score from Marty. Like Marty's in. In fact, Marty's playing wing forward, and um, I see John Michael has gone in on the edge of the square, and John Nolan is the other corner forward. There's quality forwards there, isn't there? There is. There is indeed. Like you know, quality forwards. It's a big day for Niall Bulger. Also, Niall is deputising for the experience. Paul Dyle we understand Paul uh, not available today but we do wish you well Paul if you're tuned in good afternoon to you and uh, that is the situation there Mead line out well there's famous names in the middle of the field the Pottertons Nicky and Patrick you remember the great Pat Potterton playing for Mead Sean Garrett he's at right cornerback Shane Brennan Brendan McKeown in the full back line but James Kelly from Kiltail at right half back Shane Whitty from Blackhall Gale centre half back and Mikey Burke fine hurler wearing number 7 the two Pottertons as I said in the middle of the park Marco Sullivan Jack Regan and David Riley in the half forward line for Mead with Adam Gannon, Damien Healy and Stephen Morris of Blackhall Gales in that full forward line. Their goalkeeper incidentally is Charlie Ennis. I wasn't forgetting about Charlie. Here comes James Kelly, the man from Kiltail. A good twirling stronghold in mead. He goes for a monster shot up into the hospital end goal. Sending it in. That's, That's a, a score. great score. Quality score. And he struck it really well, the wing halfback. But they have notched up some nice scores in this league so far. Mead they got 115 against Westmead, but Westmead did score 423 that day. That was their biggest win. They scored 14 against Kerry, which wasn't enough on the day. And as you know, Carlo drew with Kildare the last day out 214 to 20 with an excellent sideline cut from Chris Nolan to level proceedings that day. Carlo did lose out to Kerry by seven points, which was a disappointing day at the office. However, they lost out to down by a point. But here we are now in a battle as Mead come forward through Brendan uh, Keown, the, ma- the man from Kildalki, knocks it out as far as Stephen. Morris and the Black Hale girls man goes for a big ball in but Brian Tracy comes out of the goal and Avon man gathers it plays it short to the centre half back Dermot Byrne 
Sledge sends it over, lovely diagonal ball towards Marty Kavanagh, first touch impeccable, lovely play from the two experienced Carlow players, it's Kavanagh, lovely ball over into the corner, that sticks perfectly, Christopher Nolan, Chris Nolan breaks away, he's held, he's going to get a free, free on the free. 20 metre line, a beautiful move, Dermot Byrne, Marty Kavanagh, long ball Marty, into Chris, he acknowledges the pass, gives Marty the thumbs up, definite free in, two mead men hanging out of Chris Nolan, and an ideal chance for Marty Kavanagh to put Carlow three points in front turns, and you will be delighted with that start, so will all Carlow listeners and supporters at the moment. Absolutely. Like you know, Chris, uh, you know, Chris took a great ball, like a great pass from Marty. Marty was out in the, in the number 10 position, sent it back to like the number 15, you know, position on the field. And Chris grabbed it anyway, and he was grabbed by two mid players as he got the ball. So it's a free in, and Marty should add to his tally here. This game brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management, Carlos' leading waste disposal company. Check them out on raywhelan.ie. We'd like to thank them for the kind sponsorship during the campaign as Marty Kavanagh notches another one. It's Carlos' third, it's Marty's second. The first came from Sean Murphy of Ballon Killen points to Carlo, no score to meet that win playing across the goal Charlie Ennis, the man from Trim in the goal for the Mead men this afternoon, Mead wearing their traditional green and yellow colours, Carlo in the red, yellow and green, breaking the ball into the middle of the park, first touch to Pride Mead, Carlo coming out, Free foul down. there was young Connor Kyo from St Mullins yeah, and uh, himself and Fiacre back together, they started out to lead together great to have young fellas of their standard coming through turns because they're good players but this is a big one for them today and there's bigger games to come for these two young men. It's a huge game for them like you know but you know young Connor and Fiacre like they're two, they're only two chaps like you know they're two excellent hurlers so they are and you know it's great for the young lads now to be getting, you know, to be getting experience like in those games. Yeah and here's Marty Cavanagh, he's uh, placing this ball, he's on the 65 in the Carlow half of the park, he's actually He's actually a yard back for inside the 65, so he's at 64 metres from his own goal. He's heading it down towards the scoreboard. Then Carlo lead by three points to one at the moment, and it was the score from the wing half back. James Kelly gave me the first one. But Marty, this one is Carlo's first wide of the afternoon. Hard to mark the wide turns. The, the program is navy on top. You won't yes. see the blue pen there. <laughs> but anyway, it's gone to the left and wide. But you're happy with the start? I am indeed. Sean Murphy is, is playing centre forward. Chris has gone in corner forward, like along with John Nolan and his, and um, and, um, and John Michael Nolan. So there's three Nolans in the foot forward lane. Marty's wing forward. Sean Murphy is centre forward and Kevin Mack is the other wing forward. Dermot Byrne caught a good ball there. He was fouled. He's going to get the free. Dermot Byrne sends it downfield. Big ball downfield. Man fouled inside was Chris Nolan. Running onto it is Johnny's brother. Man from my valley on the far side. Linesman on the far side. John Keenan of Ockram, I think, is the linesman on the far side. He says that's gone out over the line. It will be a line ball to Mead. And running back over to get it there is uh, Stephen Morris. He's back. He's a number 15. He's back. So they're obviously playing a bit of a sweeper at the moment. Don't forget, coming up at 1.45, we'll be going straight to UPMC Nolan Park. Kilkenny versus Waterford. A huge game. And later on at a quarter to four, Semple Stadium, Carlow footballers taking on Tipperary. A doubleheader in Tipperary this afternoon. Antrim and Tipperary in the hurling first followed by Carlo and Tipperary in the second game here come me chance of a score here first touch has got to be good he's big Damien Healy the man from Longwood turning and striking he That's sends it score. in it's a good score by Damien Healy and me on to two points Carlo three me two seven minutes gone here turns and uh, he, he's a big man he showed well his first touch was brilliant and the finish was excellent absolutely uh, Connell Lawler kind of thought maybe one and a half backs would have picked up that ball as it was coming in affected uh, the ball uh, well he divided him and uh, the big full forward was out in front of Connor and shook his point very well three points to two Carlo could find themselves in a bit of a battle here here's Marty Cavanagh sprinting downfield he's been bottled up there couldn't get the hand pass away Mead have defended this one very very well it's won back by David Riley he's a drum reman sends it downfield Carlo tidied up from Michael Dial. plays it back to Brian Tracy in the goal Brian gave him the call and he plays a three-quarter length ball out to his wing half-back Jack McCullough the Bagglestone man Jack flicks it back in field hand passes have got the clarity on them referees are clamping down them, but Carlo are blocked down and Dermot Byrne he uh, 
was fouled and I think it's going to be a free into, into me, me here. Yeah, uh, was it a bit harsh, Terence? No, it wasn't really because the man got one. Demon kind of slapped at him from the side. You know, to me it was a free, and uh, you know he, you know he was kind of blocked down as he went to clear the ball. But this is a free, and now in the centre half forward. Carlo three, three, three points to one up, and now it's looking like it's going to be three points apiece. And Jack Regan, uh, a fine player, Jack Regan, a man from Kiltail. He puts it in, three time, points yeah. apiece, yeah, the umpires had a good look at that, three points apiece, early days in Navin, eight and a half minutes gone here, that could be a bit of a wake up call for Carlo, well they weren't expecting anything easy up here, you'll never get it easy in me. Have got the breeze Brendan, have this No, it's, it's blowing across it's the field. It's difficult to understand, yeah, like the that, flags. The flags down here, it's across the field, it's blowing. Right. Here come Carlo, Sean Murphy breaks it, he was held, first touch was good. Nolan ran in onto it. Here now, here can Carlo get something here. There has gone in the middle of the park. A lovely score by the young man from St. Mullins, Connor Keogh. Found himself in a great position. Ran onto it. It's important. They got Carlo back in front straight away. Connor Keogh does that with a plum. Four points, Carlo. Three points, me. Nine minutes exactly, turns. Good score, Connor. Yeah, neat little hurler, Connor. Like hurler with a massive pedigree and hurling. Like a great, great score. He took it from the middle of the field. He slipped inside his man and sent it over the mar. Yeah, indeed. Sending the ball down long, downfield towards the replacement. Number 23, Mikey Cole. Another Red hurling name in Mead. That's out for a 65. And Mead have a chance to level it up at four points apiece. And Carlo playing into the town end goal in this the opening half here. And again, this game brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management, Carlo's leading waste disposal company. Check them out on raywhelan.ie. So 65 for Mead with uh, very few wides. This uh, strike is about six metres in from the sideline. The man to take it is Jack Regan. Jack Regan of Kiltail. And he is looking at the goal on the hospital end big grassy bank behind it he strikes that very very well he's a quality player this fella and he makes it four points apiece the centre forward that's his second Kiltail as I said a good stronghold in hurling and Mead Kilmesson is another one they're all involved a small pick just like Carlo and here comes Brian Tracy and uh, Mead aren't going away turns. They, their lives away. are on the line here. they win here today they stay up yeah, if like Carlo lose here today they're in trouble if Carlo lose today and they're gone. Kildare win well, Kildare on three points. The Carlos, if Kildare win, yeah, Carlo, yes, sir, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I was saying earlier yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. relegated. What happens? And if things go according to plan, like they could be in a semi-final this evening. <laughs> now we're talking. Anything can happen. Anything There's not happen. a lot between the teams in this division. Meanwhile, Carlo have a free. Marty's out to take. Yeah, on the far Brennan, side, right near the sideline. It's, it's a little close. It's, more, it's further in field, so he's about six meters in on the far side. Not quite sure what was that for. That was a simple enough free, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, but it's two a, people got kind of in, uh, entangled with Marty going for the ball, so it's he four got the free. It's four points apiece here in Navin. We have ten, just eleven minutes on the board. Here's Marty Cavan. He's got two already to set Mullins' man. Can he get another one? There's the lift. He struck it well. Has he got the distance? It's dropping in. Oh, it just drops a yard short. Keeper has it. He was bundled out over the line. It's I'd going to be a free out. Uh, yes, it's a free out. Yeah, uh, John Michael was watching a bit of rugby, I think, yesterday. He did bundle him. Bundle he, is the word. <laughs> he, he was watching the rugby yesterday. He, he gave him a bit of a dunce. Well, John Michael Nolan, fine man to have a full forward. And it will be a free out to Mead. They're not in any great hurry to take this. The goalkeeper is Charlie Ennis. And uh, they have a man that was um, on their backroom team was involved with Davy Fitzgerald. So they're, right, they're, they're not sparing anything, are they? No, they haven't, like, you know, the Sears of like he was, he's a Limerick man. He was involved with Davy Fitz when he was with Watford, when he was with Clare, and when he was with Wexford, oh. Brendan. So he was his right hand man. And here come Mead on the attack, and Brian Tracy's going to let that run. That will be officially out for a wide, so I make that two wides for Mead. At the moment, meanwhile, the scoreboard remains four points Mead, four points Carlo. The point from Damien Healy 
Two from Jack Regan from Freeze and a point from James Kelly of Kiltail at wing half back from Aid Carlo with two from Marty Cavanagh from Freeze, Sean Murphy from play and Connor Kyo, the young man from St. Mullins. Big ball downfield. Carlo winner shoot Chris Nolan on the far side. Back to Jack Cavanagh. Jack sends it down into the corner. Carlo controlled it beautifully. Lovely stick work. Jack to Marty running into onto his Chris Nolan. Lays it back into his brother John. Here comes John. Turns back onto his left. John Nolan getting in towards goal. John Nolan was he fouled? Referee says no. He just couldn't get it away, but he comes back for seconds. Plays it back out to Marty. Here's the shot. Oh, it's a great block by me to defended it very very well they know the danger that man possesses Carlo come back hunting packs Marty's won it back how did he win that ball hand passes guy wins the free wins the and free. he gets a belt in the head for his trouble and the lead man is remonstrating with the referee but he ain't going to change his mind it's a free to Carlo Marty Cavan is injured but he really worked his socks off and won back that ball turns but the two Nolans linked very well together yeah. Jack Cavan gave a good ball initially but the referee is having a word with David Riley yeah, the and number 12. yeah he caught Marty high there and Marty is in a bit of pain at the moment but hopefully he will be alright but he really done well in that move Marty Kavanagh yeah it's true like in the Champions that's gone through the wars for the last month or the last two months like with injuries like you know but the Nolans and Marty like you know they're, they're a fair trio now when those three boys get together and they look for one another but like Marty took a bit of pain like and Carlo hopefully Carlo will get the gain now out of this yeah as we say he took one for the parish he took one for the parish yeah free is they're edging it he gets this the edge it on the scoreboard it's four points apiece turns we're into the 14th minute but um Mead were always coming here with a fight they don't want well, to go yeah. down they've only, they've only won one match but they've if they win the second one, one Carlo have drawn one and won one and Mead outdo Carlo by a point but a long yeah. way to go and Carlo now know they're in a serious battle here's the free from Marty Kavanagh to make it his third and Carlo's fifth and he duly obliges sends that in and over the bar five points Carlo four points to Mead we've just 14 minutes played at Park Tolchin in Navan here on Casey Lord 96 of M Alliance National Hurling League Division 2A good Carlo travelling support here today as a high ball comes down Dermot Byrne is under catches it well he's under a bit of pressure from the full forward Damien Healy Healy's a big man he played it back as far as Niall Bulger the young Bagnallstown man done well now out comes Sledge takes return ball Dermot Byrne down into the corners hit a little bit too far the Mead full back Shane Brennan a Kilmesson man he runs back to try and retrieve this was he fouled he yeah, was referee yeah it was John Michael uh, left a little bit a hand on his back and kind of pushed him out over the line free out to Mead Shane Whitty man from Blackhall Gales in Mead takes this one down to the corner he's looking for Adam Gannon Adam Gannon is there but he doesn't hang on to the ball Carlos Jack Kavanagh runs back wins possession he's on his own 20 metre line good clarity the hand pass back as far as Brian Tracy Brian winds up doesn't go for the big one plays it back out to the corner back position now here come Carlo Bulger's over there plays it back out towards Michael Dial. Michael of Mount Leinster Rangers busy little cornerback Michael he's just got to be careful he got caught in possession coming out there referee's going to play on there's a scrum situation but John Mur Sean Murphy has it and here goes oh it's flicked off his stick beautiful stick work by Nicholas Potterton Potterton's done well hand passes still working out for me to two Potterton Patrick Potterton Nicholas Potterton now Nicholas gets it to Patrick into the middle of the park the shot comes from the 65 that's lovely hurling from Mead and that's a cracking score from the Royals and it's gone in and over the bar and David Riley from Drumree sends that one in and it's five points apiece here 15 minutes on the clock there Brendan is a, is a ball that should have been in the full forward line 20 seconds ago like there were too, no, too much passing in the half back line in the corner back to the half back line like they didn't release the ball and, like, and they're at the pain of price put themselves under pressure when they lost possession Absolutely. Here, here come Carlo back to try and do something this is Brendan McKeown tries to tidy it up Kildalki man plays it across towards James Kelly 
to Kiltailman back to his full back he's a big unit Shane Brennan you know Shane personally fine player loves his hurling big ball downfield from Shane Connor Lawler comes out gets a touch Meader looking for the free Lawler was lucky got away with it Carlos Jack McCullough has it now McCullough lets fly off his left hand side all the way down towards Marty Kavanagh but there's two men on Marty the number four Brendan McKeown the number three Shane Brennan McKeown gathers it plays it out towards the D Meader moving well they're hurling very well the scoreline is five points apiece here in Navin 16 minutes on the clock Sean Murphy goes looking for a bit of change now Carlo have it the Mead supporters looking for a free but Carlo's first touch is good now Marty Cavan he's everywhere that time it was Chris Nolan won it back outfield gets it back to Jack Cavan a Jack breaks through hand pass back a little bit of a hospital ball and Carlo putting themselves under pressure and a chop lucky down gets Carlo the free in and Mead could have got a free out yeah they were looking to get the free in like there was you know, there were overdose of passing there also, like Jack Cavanagh gave a hospital pass back back towards the centre field player and uh, you know, luckily like they didn't pay a price for that also. But this Marty will come out and hopefully he'll add he'll add you know he'll add Carlo six point here. Yeah, Mead are defending very well, aren't they? They know they're playing they know very well, yeah. They're clamping, they're closing down the Carlo forwards completely. Absolutely, like but you know, part of that could be Carlo's own problem because they're very bunched in there, Brendan. Like there's nobody out the wings, like they're all either in the centre forward position or the full forward position like, you know, they're all very close to one another in there here's Marty looking for his fourth he's looking for Carlos sixth that's five points apiece in Navan Alliance National Hurling League Division 2A 17 minutes on the clock Marty Kavanagh from St Mullins no mistake another no mistake. white flag for Marty up it goes so four frees for Marty Carlo now lead by six points to five 17 minutes gone quick puck out from Mead finds James Kelly scored already he fancies another one James Kelly Sends it in. But, uh, tail on that one, yeah, they're great when you get them, but when they go wide, it's classed as uh, a bad, bad wide in the third wide, Brendan. Yeah, Sean Heavey was a great mead hurler. Uh, won the Christie ring. They had to go and win it twice, I think, the year Sean he was involved. They had, yeah, well, listen, they won the Christie ring in 2016 and in 2020. And in fact, going back years ago, they won the Nicky Rackham in 2009. Carlo could win here because here's an ideal opportunity. Marty Cavanagh's run onto a ball again. The defender did really, really well. The centre half back, Shane Whitty. He didn't panic. He just stuck with Marty. Got goal side, takes the ball from him. Whitty clears it. Black Hall Gales with a big ball downfield, but he's a bit of a cricket shot. It's out for a six. It went straight out. Before the 45 metre line, Carlo half of the park. Jack Cavanagh has possession. Will be a line ball for Carlo. Six points, Carlo. Five points, Mead. 18 minutes on the clock here in Park Tolchin in Navan. And uh, here is the sideline ball. Jack Cavanagh drills it downfield. Does it go to a Carlo man? It does. Christopher Nolan. Chris Nolan is onto it. Chris is going to fancy one from distance. Sends it in. Doesn't get the distance. Keeper is out. Ooh, the keeper dropped that, but he's not under any pressure. He's under a little bit now. Plays a low ground shot towards his corner back. The corner back was James Kelly, who worked his way back there. Now it's Patrick Potterton. Potterton switched it into the middle. Meter playing a nice brand of hurling. Back to James Kelly and the Kiltail man lets one fly, but Michael Dial came across. He's intercepted that one. Lovely first touch dial on the ground. Flicks it across. Carlo have it now. Turns wanted them to clear the ball the last time. They're playing it across the half back line, but Dermot Byrne runs onto it. The pass came from Faker Fitzpatrick. Byrne sends it down to the full forward line. Marty's got in full forward now, but the corner back is a handful. His name is Brendan McKeown, and he's causing problems there. So is Sean Garrity and Mead get the free out. It's six points, Carlo. Five points to Mead. 18 minutes and 49 seconds gone here in Park Tolchin in Navan and it is Mead with a free from between their own 45 and 65 and that is the situation at the moment in the 15 minutes played a red card for Kildare's Jerry Keegan Kildare were leading 7 points to 2 but Jerry Keegan is a massive loss the Selbridge man has just been sent off and draw it knew it so there is Ascending off there as Mead go for a massive, massive score from well out the field, and that's gone over the bar. And they are making strides here against Carlo. Mead bottom of the table on two points, Carlo just above them on three points. But Jack Regan 
has nailed this one and Terence I've seen him playing a few times before you know we talk about Chris and Marty and the marquee forwards we have John Michael uh, all the Kevin Mack all these lads we have in Carlin nice quality players but Jack Regan to fit in anywhere absolutely they can physically like he's a lovely looking athlete very very tall man like very athletic looking and you know he's causing problems there and in fact he has a sharp eye he's a very good free taker here is a line ball to line ball to Carlo. Yeah, it's not a great place for a line ball. It's a little bit bare though. There's a bit of sand sprinkled in Park Church, and thankfully there's no rain. I was here in 2005 with uh, A. Rogan Mullabon. We didn't talk till Wednesday. Tom Burn is proof of that. Here comes the. Yeah, that's what it, it's so hard to take a sideline ball down there, but. Jack bad. McCullough just couldn't do nothing with that. <laughs> bad effort from Jack, just went off to there's the no gra- there's, no gra- there's no grass down there. No, 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 but listen, he will be disappointed at the same time. Like, you know, but listen, the line's bound out to me, and then James Kelly is good prepared to take it. Here. It is indeed. Scoreboard reading. In fact, no, it's Six it's, points apiece here. It's Jack Regan is getting it. Yeah, there. Jack Regan Two is. Two hurling balls there, Brenda, for a minute. <laughs> Did he pull one over his pocket? No, he's, he, he puts it up on a bit of grass. He tries to find the best tee available. I did say he'd fit in anywhere and he gets a bit of power into that too. But Michael Dyle takes the power over with the breaking ball. Got back to the mead man. And it was Mikey Cole. Or Mickey. And here they go forward. Danger for Carlo here. And they stood up to be counted on that occasion. And it's going to be a free out. Dermot Byrne got the hurling at a vital yeah. time. Now Brian Tracy is coming out to take this free. Now Terence, we spoke about the unit that Carlo have up front. Like this is to be a route one ball and find yeah. someone down front. And both cornerbacks tried to raise the ball there. You know when the clearance was there, like in front of him, and almost got cut out. Well, he's gone with the route one ball. Now who's going up to get it? There breaks and field. Chris Nolan is onto it, but it runs away at the 40, 65. It has to be a 65. Like right the right. referee has his hand up. It's yeah, a 65 yeah, for Carlo. Yeah. They've got the rub of the green. But they're in a battle here, Terence. They're in a battle here, like, you know, but part of their own downfall is, you know, they're kind of overplaying the ball in the half-back line. And, uh, you know, like, direct play may be better. Uh, certainly so. Don't forget, it's the first of three commentaries today here on KCLR 96FM. Robbie Dowling, the dulcet tones of Robbie, will be with Michael Walsh at Semple Stadium. Kevin and Willie will bring you full commentary from Semple Stadium this evening. The boys are in UPMC Nolan Park. Tipperary and Carlow football is at 3.45 and the hurling in UPMC Nolan Park, 1.45. So we'll be crossing over for the start of that and coming back. It all depends on how things are going here. But Marty Cavanagh, the wind seems to be turning a bit. It's in the face of the Carlow player. His jersey, his shorts, his nicks, whatever you like to call it. It's blowing, but here is the 65. Marty has given this welly, and it's so important to have a player of a caliber of a good free taker on any team. The good thing about Carlos, they have three or four of them. If any was the happy, happen poor old Marty. You said he's been through the wars, but he's keeping that scoreboard ticking over. Carlo lead again. Marty's uh, fifth point, seven points. Carlo six points. Me 22 minutes gone. Ter. Listen, he's a cracking hurler, so he is like you know, cracking free taker on. So you know, he's not back to his, his full, you know, he's not 100% fit yet, I, I think. But listen, he's a huge asset to Carlo Hurling. Mead had a massive puck out there. The ball's gone all the way towards their number 23, Mickey Cole. And I did say this fella has a name that's anonymous in Mead Hurling. Well, he has stuck it in. And over the bar, the man from Trim, Mickey Cole, has got it. Turns that was a massive puck out from Charlie Ennis, and it worked very well for the Mead men. It's seven points apiece, and Navin, 23 minutes gone. Yeah, I still think that the wind is slightly favouring Mead, Brendan, whatever way the flags are blown. Like, you know, well, their puck out seems to be going much further like, than the Carlo ones. Here comes uh, Brian Tracy with the puck out. Won again by Mead, Mikey Burke. In that half-back line, making his way down field. He's getting a bit of ground. He plays the ball against the ground. Now he got it as far as Stephen Morris. And the Blackhall Galesman has a go. This is dangerous. That's gone in and over the bar. And Carlo are absolutely trying to get fight for place now. Because Mead have taken a grip in this game in Park Tolson. And for the first time in the game, the Royals are leading 
by eight points to seven and they're putting up one hell of a show in this round of games in Allianz National Hurling League Division 2 if you've just joined us Mead are on the bottom of the table with two points if the wind are on four Carlo will remain on three and if Kildare beat Westmead Carlo will be relegated Carlo have a better sp- scoring difference than Kildare there's an eight points difference there but we may wait until the end of the game here's Jack Kavanagh sends a diagonal ball across towards John Michael Nolan Carlo trying to get him into the game strikes it on target but didn't get the clarity it required a drop short on Charlie Ennis comes out of the mead goal tips it on his stick gets out to the 20 metre line and he absolutely letters one downfield Damien Healy two big men in there Connor Lawler come out Lawler the Carlo Town man got a touch it breaks to Michael Dial. Lawler gives the call he plays it back to Brian Tracy in the goal Brian will switch direction he looks downfield he sends it out to the middle of the park it's going to drop in the middle of the park Carlo gathered now on the run they go with it Kevin McDonald Kevin sends in a diagonal ball two again two Mead come out show first for it they're showing a bit of hunger in that full back line this is a battle for Carlo and Mead are moving this ball very very well at the moment we're into the 24th minute of the opening half but the Mead final pass let them down in the final third and Carlo come out with a Jack Kavanagh drills one down at the corner looking for Marty beautiful first touch in the mouse he's up towards the 45 has a look at the goal turn strikes class is permanent he's done well it was a great ball from Jack and it was a great finish from Marty his first from play his sixth in total Carlo needed that turns Kelly and it's eight points apiece with 25 minutes on the clock class acts from the Cavanagh brothers like Marty spotted or Jack spotted his run Martin in the number 15 position sent the ball across the field fantastic pass but Marty had a lot to do still with it come in from the angle and uh, sent it over the bar great score from Carlo yeah and the me defence are playing really well aren't they because Absolutely. we haven't seen this is not an indictment of the Carlo players yeah. but we haven't seen some of the Carlo forwards in possession as of yet the way we would like to see them because Mead are not allowing it when the ball does come forward and your other point is that Carlo tip and tapping the ball in the half-back line instead of getting it down to the forwards absolutely and the cornerbacks are are inclined to kind of maybe slow it down also but listen the the Mead defence have no respect for Carlo forwards they're just coming out through them they're they're playing fairly well this is going to be some battlers a Mead man injured at the moment meanwhile we have uh, 25 minutes 25 and a half gone on the clock but there will be a little bit of added time of course 10 minutes to go in this first half it's 8 points to Mead 8 points to Carlo down leading the table they're into the final they're on 8 points they won 4 of their 5 matches Kerry won 3 of their 5 Westmead have won 2 they're on 4 points with a plus 15 scoring difference Carlo are on 3 with a minus 2 scoring difference Kildare are on 3 with a minus 10 scoring difference and Mead are minus 39 but that doesn't matter for Mead if they could win here today and finish on 4 points either Carlo or Kildare are in serious trouble and could go down if Mead lose today of course they are gone down and that is the way the cookie crumbles there's a Mead man receiving a little bit of attention Turns, what have you made of it all so far? Like we're 26 minutes in. Carlos started very brightly, I suppose. Um, but they haven't set the world on fire since. They haven't set the world on fire. Like on, on paper, like the Carlos six set up front, like you know, look good. Like the forwards, like you know, you think they're good. Like they're more, or less, you know, and they're back to most of, of their stronger players. But like me, they're showing little respect to them, and they're and they're, you know, they're playing very very well. And in defence, like I think we're doing too much, you know, too much hard passing. Well, this man is getting some fine puck outs. Uh, you reckon he's getting assisted with that wind that's turning? It's favouring me more so than Carlo. He this one overcooks the middle of the field, and Carlo will have to tidy up a bit of ground hurling. Could get you out of trouble here, and that's exactly what Jack Cavan has done and Mead have lost possession and Carlo had the ball and they have lost it but they've done well turning back around the corner with it was Faker Fitzpatrick he done well young Fitzpatrick and then he won a free so the thing is not to rush this now find the best man available the free is from just outside the 45 I think Brian Tracy is going to come out to have a go ahead it looks like he is is, in fact no, 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 Jack says, I'll have Jack a go. Jack said, go back, boy. Yeah, well, there's three inside now, old-fashioned full forward line. Jack has sent it down. John Michael is underneath it. 
Oh, it's a great take, but he just loses it now. Sean Murphy has it. Here goes the choo-choo. He's gone through like the train. Here he goes. Flicks it in. Is it a good score? Oh, he hits the post. Is it gone in? It's, it's gone, gone in and over the bar. He just, uh, you said it before, I'll never forget the word. He doesn't take any detours, does he? No, no, he no. doesn't take any detours. Sean Murphy with his second. Jack Murphy found John Michael Nolan. John Michael got it off to Sean Murphy. And Sean sticks it over the bar. Nine points, Carlo. Eight points made. 27 minutes gone into opening half. It's been nip and tuck. A borderline hand pass over there. Here comes Patrick Potterton. Kildalki man. Back in field it goes. Carlo defend this one well this time. Jack Cavanagh did really well yeah. that time. He's under pressure. He's very well, Jack Cavanagh there. Connor Lawler. Big man from Carlo Town. Downfield towards John Michael Nolan. Lovely first touch. The layoff is good. Beautiful run. Here comes Connor Kyo. Lovely run from the St. Muller's man. Connor breaks through. He's followed all the way by the fullback Shane Brennan. He wins the free. Connor Kyo did really, really well. He knew he couldn't go left. He couldn't go right. Shane Brennan was under pressure. I know you got a couple of team can mess this morning at Ernst Kelly, but you'll be delighted with Connor Kyo. We'd love one in St. Mullins after this match if Carlo could win. He knew he couldn't go left. He knew he couldn't go right, but he knew how to trip himself on. So he was kind of on the way through that. You know, he was the hammer the sandwich yeah and you know the old experience come out there I see his mum and papa down here underneath us so I'm just saying no listen the chap did very very well he's a, he's a great young find this year himself like and uh yeah, yeah. It's good to see young lads coming through here is the free Marty Cavanagh chance for Carlo to go back and edge it by two points Marty Cavanagh outside the 20 meter line sends it in over the black spot Marty Cavanagh gets another one Oh, that's a, another free for Carla. The wind is increasing. Ten points to eight. You might hear it whistling through the microphones here at time. Park, Tolchin and Navin. Don't forget, coming up at 13.45, it will be Kilkenny and Waterford live from UPMC in Oldham Park. A huge day for Kilkenny. Waterford already through to the league playoffs. Here's Sean Murphy. Lovely ball flicked in field. Give it in as far as Chris Nolan. Here goes Chris, the IT student man from Carla. Goes for a shot. That's a brilliant save from the mead keeper. Charlie Ennis, the best was brought out of Charlie. Nolan went for the union bag. Charlie deflects it out for a 65. If Carlo stick this over, turns Kelly. They're back in front by three points. But credit to the mead keeper, Charlie Ennis. That was an excellent save. Absolutely. Like Now, for the first few minutes, you know, I see visions of Carlo, you know, starting to take, well, starting to take the mead defence apart. Because, you know, Chris is running at him. Marty's after getting a couple of scores. John Michael is after coming into the game. He's quite for the first quarter of an hour. He's after catching a few vital balls, you know, and it's, they're starting to make inroads, I think. Well, here is the 65 for Marty. Now, the wind is a problem. He's been good from the freeze. This one is dead straight in front of goal. Not quite sure whether he'd like a bit of an angle on it or not, but no one knows better than Martin Cavan himself. Here he is. Here's the lift from Marty. There's the strike. He's given it everything. Has he given it accuracy? The umpire with the white flag is saying to himself, this fella's not too bad. That's another one gone over. That's two 65s for Marty. It's five frees and a point from play. It's now 11 points, Carlo, 8 points to Mead. And this game brought to you with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management, Carlo's leading waste disposal company. Check them out on raywhelan.e. Meanwhile, Mead are back. The long puck out causing Carlo problems. Mikey Burke is trying to get down on this ball. That's a line he ball, hits off Mikey. He wanted the line ball, but the referee, or the linesman on the far side, said Carlo, but line ball. That, uh, that puck out landed like 30 metres out, out from out from the Carlo goalkeeper. Yeah, he, you know, it did. So like the wind must be... Yeah, it's after turning. Look at the flags below, Terence. It's with them, all right. Yeah, it's yeah, after turning, no, yeah. yeah it's, 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 it, you know, that was a massive, massive puck out, so it was. Here's Jack Cavanagh. Now, the sideline cut back here. If it doesn't work out for you, it can be a dangerous enough ball. You need is to cover he, all angles, don't you? Is he going to send it back to Brian Tracy, no? Well, I'd be sending it now... Well, that's as good as he probably could do with it. Very, very well done, yeah. Yeah, he sent it as far as he could. The ball breaks in the middle and... Carlo get a touch on it there. Yeah. Was uh, Marty ran onto that? He seems to be everywhere. It's off the mead man, linesman. I think that's John Keenan on the far side. Yeah. And it is a line ball to Carlo. And there's a young boy coming down the steps on the far side to retrieve the slitter because it's gone out through the wire on that far side. And normally 
if they didn't rely on it for a line ball that young man even though he'd be a grand young chap he'd have it in his pocket and a souvenir from Meal and Carroll but he throws it back into Jack Cavanagh and it's going to be a line ball the score if you just joined us 11 points Carlo, 8 points to Mead. we're into the 32nd minute of the opening half here at Park Tolchin and Navin an early throw in and uh, Kildare last we heard were leading by 7 points to 2 were a man down and a man room. down Jerry Keegan and a good man down Jerry a fine player here's John Michael Nolan fine player for Carlo Nave own man lovely ball centred in field gets it as far as John Nolan had a bit to do it came a little bit high at Jung John he tried to tidy it up but here come Carlo they've won it back and it's Kevin MacDonald has Kevin got it oh, oh it's a wide ball. wide ball he gave it every chance he put it wide on the opposite side it's a let off for Mead but Carlo know they should have scored there 11 points there 3 in a turn and 4 minutes at the half time whistle yeah probably you know, probably a bit of a miss that time you know Kevin will be this Disappointed, but you know, it's a Carlo starting to play reasonably well now. They certainly are. Here come Mead sending the ball across the middle of the park, and that's a long range effort from Shane Whitty, a black hall Gales man. He's got score. it. That's a great score it's from the centre half back. So, two of the backs on the score sheet at the moment. So, that is another one for Mead, Terence Kelly, and he took that really, really well. He did. Like when you look at their half back line, like the three were up to score the point from play James Kelly, Shane Whitty, and Michael Burke. So, the wind is probably playing a part for him, Brendan. It certainly is. Well, that's the story at the moment here from Park Cholchen. 11 points to 9. It's a two-point advantage for Carlo. Here you go, Carlo, on that far side. Nice bit of work from Fiacre Fitzpatrick. The Carlo number 9 from Mount Leinster Ranger. And he decides to have a go himself. This hops inside of the goalkeeper, Charlie Ennis, who's been excellent for the Mead men in that goal this afternoon. Has uh, done very, very well as he goes to clear that ball. And the ball comes back down the field. Carlo have it. Dermot Burn. Dermot looked like he was going to go for the big one but he's given possession away hit it straight to the Mead man and uh, Mead are going to build from the back here on the stroke of half time and it's nice ball rock by Mead and they're working it well enough and they got it up as far as Jack Regan that's a great block down by the sledge he had to come back and win it because he knew he gave away a harmless ball at the time but Mead are on the attack and Sean Geraghty a great name in Mead flicks it back across to David Riley on the score sheet already Riley's outside the 20 metre line flicked it back to Jack Regan he lost the ball it hit the deck he's going to win it back on the end line he'll need to backtrack with it he hasn't the angle for a shot he'll send it back out towards the 45 he sends it all the way back to James Kelly James Kelly lets fly and that's beautiful recycling by Mead and it's a brilliant brilliant score and no wasted opportunities from the Royals and that's gone in and over the bar and we're back to a one point game and that was a lovely bit of hurling by Mead yes the four point from the half back line is James Kelly's second point like you know the, the corner forward saw he was kind of battled up sent it out probably 40 yards out to the wing back who was coming forward at the time and sent it over the bar he certainly did well that's the story at the moment and here come Mead they're going to try and level it up at half time we're into the final minute of regulation time Carroll have got to be disciplined here the yard has stood up but Mead worked the ball away and pottered it that's a brilliant block down by Dermot Byrne that was vital and the young Town man does well Niall Bulger his first touch was excellent gets it as far as the full forward John Michael Nolan who's back in the half back line Carroll knock it down towards Chris Nolan was underneath this one doesn't come out and Marty is there as well they're fighting tooth and nail they're even kicking the slitter along the ground Marty thundered in he's been caught high he's been caught high Marty it could be worse it could be worse Marty has been taken out and it is going to be a free he was going back to try and win the ball he got caught high right into the face guard the referee is reaching for the pocket and somebody could be in trouble here Yes. 11 points Carlo 10 points to Mead we're on the stroke of half time it will be a free to Carlo Marty is up he's a tough young man you said he's been through the wars he's through them here today but look at 
they know the potential of these Carlow forwards too because these some of these lads have played in Division 1 they know their stuff they do and it's a serious game in fact and at the time like Chris was going in inside the forwards on his own he was 10 yards on his own Marty went to kick the ball into him because Mead were kind of surrounding Marty but he got clobbered so he did and um, he has the free and in fairness to the Mead man at least two minutes Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. They're getting up Marty's nose as well, no, because uh, Shane Whitty is after coming across them as who well. Was booked that time, Brendan. Two he, minutes of additional time. You didn't see who, who, who got the yellow card. I didn't see which one he gave it to. Did he flash it after? He didn't flash it there. Did he not? No, he didn't well, flash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't flash. He didn't know who it was, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. didn't know who it was. That's what happened. That's it. Here is the free for Marty Cavanagh. That's 11 points to 10. 12 points to 10 if he scores this one and we're into added time at the end of the opening half here with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management Carlos Leading Waste Disposal Company and Marty Cavanagh sends in that one as well and that is uh, another point for Carlo. 12-10 no chance they've held the edge on that scoreboard but uh, this is going to go to the wire it's half time just about now but this we have 35 minutes of serious hurling in the second half it's true like you know when you look at like Marty's have to score 9 points I make it Brendan out of the 12 you know, it's 265s and one from playing, the rest from ordinary freeze. And, uh, you know, he's playing really, really well. But you'd be a little disappointed maybe some of the others like haven't contributed a little bit more. But I think there's a stronger breeze there, you know. You reckon that wind is a four or five point wind, do you, Ter? Well, I, I think it is, Brendan, like, you know, yeah. I think it is, yeah. Well, in fairness, Carroll had no real long range shots. They brought everything in close enough, but I'm still looking um, at the flags at the back, and it's still yeah. a diagonal wind, so it is favouring the mead. Uh, yeah, like, and out of the 12 points, I'd say, you know, they're after getting probably about. Nine of them, say from place balls, eight from place balls. Eight from place balls, yeah, because yeah. two from play from Sean yeah, Murphy, yeah. one from play from Marty and Conor Keogh. Great catch there that time. By yeah, great line ball as well. Here come Carla, that's much better. They're moving it well. Here comes Marty again on that far side. Runner inside him is John Michael Nolan, but he goes himself, plays it in field. Here's John Michael onto it now. Oh, there was a mix up there with Chris Nolan and John Michael. One was coming <laughs> one way, one was coming the other. And in the meantime, Mead come out with the ball and Carla win it back off them. John Michael's won it back. He tried to get it away. To the man inside him, which was Chris Nolan, but me tidy it up. I'd say there could be steps here, Brendan. Or no, fact, no, he's at being no, covered. No, Carlo man going to be booked here. I think. I think Marty has gone in the book here, or Chris Nolan. That's yeah, Chris Nolan. Call him Chris, yeah. He's going to have a word with Chris here. So this might have been a bit of a backlash here. That's a yellow card. card. That's a yellow card. Yellow yeah. card. You don't need those when he's got one, and the mead man is receiving a bit of attention at the moment. So that's a yellow card, and that's a worry. But uh, Carlo haven't really got him into the game as such as of yet, Terence, and uh, no, that man, he, has, uh, he's as good a hurler as in the country. Absolutely. Like, well, he cut two quality balls early on in the game, like, you know, and he was responsible there for two frees early on in the game. But by his own standards, he's probably, well, you know, it's kind of... Well, we credited, the, we credited the Mead backs as well. They're, they're just absolutely. hunting, they're hunting yeah, down yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. I and think he's blown the half-time whistle, Terry. The half-time whistle. But half you know, that was a tough battle. 12 points to 10. Carlo lead by two. Carlo lead by two. You know, in the game that, you know, on the bands to play, when they deserve to leave, uh, you know, to leave by two. But, you know, Chris is not too happy now. He's remonstrating, like, you know. Yeah, he's indicating to the lines when he got a belt across the hand yeah, himself. Yeah, he did, he did, he did. He did. Well, it's half-time. Terry, what's uh, Tom Alali and Christine the going to say in there at half-time? Like, what are they going to... Say it to Carlo, they're going to say stay doing it, but don't tippy tappy in the half back lane or full back. Get it down the field to have the wind you suggest now. Yeah, so there's still a lot of work to do. Yeah, well, it's just from the, from the length of the puck outs, you know, that you would suggest that to have the wind, like the, the flag seems to be blown across the field. But, you know, listen, in the half back line, they were slow early on, like they were doing a lot of hand passing, but that, you know, they seem to have eradicated that at the present time. And, uh, you know, if they play more direct, I think that. But up front, Brendan, like they're all very crowded, you know, there's very few, you know, near. Very few um, near the sidelines, like you know, they're kind of 
you know, pullers in, into the middle, so they are some. What's, what's it about me? They're, they're never a pushover. In football, push you'll certainly never have them beaten. And in hurling, when you come up here, you get out with your life. I was in Trim, I think it's three years ago with Tommy, and I think we got out by a point that day. And uh, Gerta and, Gerta and Michael Cavanagh were involved in that time. It's very hard to win up here. Yeah, but you know, well, this is a huge game. You know, nobody wants, you know, nobody wants to get down with the ladder, like into the next tier. As simple as that, like, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you and know, Carlo are proud and Meade are proud. And, uh, you know, you try your best for your county, and, like, Meade are, you know, the. They're really putting your hurl, putting your hand, you know, well, where you wouldn't put your hurls there. And, and they'll meet in a few weeks' time in the John McDonough, so they'll Meade, Meade yeah. have improved greatly. Yeah, and they'll uh, meet on the 16th of April here in Navin again. Yeah. Well, here at Meade Venue, I presume, here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's that simple because Carlo have Meade in the first round, have Kerry then at home in the second round, they're away to Antrim in the third round. Nothing easy. They're at home to Down in the fourth round and away to Offaly in the fifth. Well, no matter what happens, they want to stay in Division 2A anyway, whether it's semi final or not, but uh, they want to win here today. That's true, like, you know, as I said, that I think if you were to say there's the tenor to throw. I think you know. I think the wind is going to play a little bit of an advantage, but I'd, I'd like to see the power spreading out more. Okay, Ter- that's Terence Kelly. I'm Brendan Hennessy. We'll hand you back to Carroll. It's uh, half time here in Navan at Park Tolton. It's 12 points to Carlow. It's 10 points to Mead in the relegation semi-final match. If Carlow win, they can go to a semi-final. If they lose, they can be relegated. We have to wait and see what happens with Kildare and West Mead. But at half time in Navan, Carroll, Carlow lead by two points. 12 points, Carlow. 10 points, Mead. Back to you in the studio. KCLR Live Sport. The Alliance Hurling League. Meath versus Carlo. With thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management. Carlo's leading waste disposal company. RayWhelan.ie Yeah, thanks very much, Shane. You're very welcome back here to a sunny park, Tolchin in Navan. We're just awaiting the arrival of both teams. We're just to let listeners know with Kilkenny starting at 1.45. We'll be going straight to UPMC Nolan Park. And we'll be dipping in and out of each game as the Carlow game comes to a close. We'll be handing over to Robbie and Michael for commentary there from UPMC Nolan Park. And at 3.45 we'll be going live to Kevin and Willie from uh, Semple Stadium in Turles for Carlow versus Tipperary in the Alliance National Football League Division 4 clash. But it is the Alliance National Hurling League Division 2A clash. And turns, we were talking to a few various Carlow people there's a passionate Carlow supporting it's a small hurling community in Carlow but as you say proud people it's similar in Mead Mead are fighting for their lives but uh, now that they're fighting for their lives Carlow are certainly fighting for their lives and it was interesting to hear uh, the dulcet tones of the management team we won't reveal any secrets or names but uh, there's a bit of the hairdryer treatment going on down there in the dressing room because for one nobody wants to drop a division and number two you have to stay in the business end and, and the way I look at that I said it uh, three years ago Carlow were hurling in division one uh, there's quality players in the county there's young fellas coming through okay we've lost a few great players through transition and retirements and that but uh, you really really have to win here today it's, it's a cup match like you know three years ago we were down in Salt Hill and just saying playing Galway and playing Galway away and playing at home and playing other bigger teams like you know but no disrespect to the wickedos of those people like you know hopefully we were there sure we were there we were there we were there several times yeah but you know hopefully you know if we can see up, up here where we are like and you know we could be in the semi-final this evening or we could be relegated but I think I think that I think the breeze is a stronger breeze now you know I think it's fairly strong and hopefully you now because we only got what two or three or three points from playing the four field, you know, three or four was it four, to, four oh, in the yeah, first yeah, half yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Marty Sean Murphy and Conor Kehoe yeah, yeah. and uh, you know as I said out of 12 now that is poor enough and, like, and some of the bigger names that have been carrying the team haven't hit you know well they haven't kind of you know sparked into life yet as such but you know I think that breeze and you know we have to give respect to it because the Mead defence are fairly good they're fairly good and anything went up front I know Jack Regan from play has done well but the half back line James Kelly got two great scores Shane Whitty got yeah. a great score David Riley got a cracking score to number 12 yeah. and Stephen Morris that ball that was played back out from the end line Carlo on the way back yeah. out uh, I don't see any well, changes or I wasn't expecting any changes well, Mead are out now yeah. as well and 
You know, this is going to be, you know, we've played in some big matches, Terence, they played in the Leinster Championship a few years ago, but this is as big as it gets, and this is, you know, you know, change it, change the codes, Wales yesterday, you know, Italy had no hope coming to the car if they went home, they, they, they swam home, I think, they were so happy, they won the match, this well, is what can happen. Yeah, it's the first time in, in seven years to win the match, Brendan, was it? Yeah, yeah eight, yeah, yeah, but that, the point I'm making is, you know, Mead might have only won one match in this competition, but... They're not going to give up too handy They're here. Not going to give up too they handy. don't want no, to go down either. Fact. No, it's a fact. Like, now, Terrence, you're pointing in there. I don't think there's any changes. There's positional well, switches, I think. I think I see a 29. There's only 26 on, on the program. Is that 29 there, Brendan? Got down to the goal? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's Chris. Chris Norton, fighting with me in blood on, yeah. on the jersey. Yeah, he was showing. That's what he was showing the linesman going yeah, out. He picked yeah, up the yeah, car. Yeah, he wasn't anyway, happy. Yeah, because I saw the 29. I said, Here's Sean Murphy. Wins the first ball. Lays it off to the middle of the park. And this is Fiacre Fitzpatrick. He was bottled up, he gets it back to Dermot Burnt. Now can we see what the wind is like? He's let fly from his own 65 and it's carried all the That's way, wide. but it's That's gone wide. wide. It's a wide ball. Carlo with the first chance in the second half. If you just joined us, Allianz National Hurling League Division 2A. 12 points Carlo, 10 points made at the start of the second half. That's the half-time score here in Park Tolchin with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management, Carlo's leading waste disposal company. Check them out on raywhelan.e. Jack McCullough wins the ball on the far side. Jack McCullough loses it then and it breaks down. Does Carlo win it back? Lovely play, Conor Keogh this time. It's an out to the right half-forward position. Carlo says, that's, that's a, a great score. It's a super score. Uh, struck very, very well. I think it's Kevin Mack finished. Oh, it Kevin Mack finished, yeah. yeah Kevin McDonald on the far there. side. Yeah, they're all wearing white helmets. It's hard to see them in the sun, but it's Kevin on the far side. Good start for Carlo, leading by two now, 12 points to 10. First score in the second half. Comes yeah. from Kevin McDonald of Mola. You'll be happy with that, Terence. I will, yeah, but like, uh, uh, you know, Conor Kehoe did a good bit of spade work for him. You know, he had to take the score, but uh, Conor, he listened to an attack on here. Brendan yeah. for Mead. Mead coming forward with the ball. Here's Adam Gannon. Adam Gannon turning, didn't get the strike in, gets it in the second time, and score. he's put it over the bar, so it's nip and tuck stuff in the early exchanges here in the second half, and Adam Gannon has got a score for yeah. the Mead men, so they have got their first in the second half, we're back to a scoreboard that reads 13 points, Carlo, 11 points to Mead, here go Carlo, the puck out from Brian Tracy, lands it downfield, Carlo win the breaking ball, Sean Murphy tries to get onto it, but robbed back from him by Nicholas Potterton, Patrick is beside him in the middle of the park. Out comes Nicholas with the ball. Lovely hand pass. Switches it over here towards Michael Burke. Mikey to call him here immediately. Breezes through. He's a big, big man, Mikey. The layoff goes to Jack Regan. Scored three from freeze in the first half. None from play, but he switches it back into Adam Gannon. He scored the first in the second half. Back as far as Jack Regan. Is he going to score this? And that's a super strike by Regan. who runs across the face of the goal, and there's going to be a free. Dermot Byrne has fouled him outside the 20-metre line. Mead will have the free, a chance to pull it back to a one-point game. It's 13 points, Carlo, 11 points, Mead. We're two minutes and ten seconds into the second half, and a foul as he took that. And there are the little things we spoke about throughout yeah. the Allianz League turns. There's no need, if you get back and get goal side, he has the shot, it's gone wide, but Dermot obviously, slight infringement there, and he's given Mead an ideal opportunity, yeah. and the free will be taken by Jack Regan, who was successful with the three that he took. In the, well, he got four, he missed one in the first half, but he is a fine player, as we said, and he fit in anywhere so here he goes local time in Mead if you're listening on the World Wide Web or on the KCLR app 13.31 an early throw in game started at 12.30 we'll be going to UPMC Nolan Park in 14 minutes time Kenny and Waterford here's the lift there's the strike no mistake from Regan he's absolutely deadly to kill tailman sends it in and over the bar and Mead are back to within one point of Carlo here in the Alliance National Hurling League Division 2A 13 points to 12 Carlo lead Terence, this is I can't a battle. Michael I, Dial, short ball. Yeah, I'm not 
in love with passing this ball out to the 21 yard line with you know wind assistance well he got it to Jack McCullough and he's let fly and the ball runs in field and Chris Nolan has got it on here's a chance for Carlo there was a fair old done from the mead back there referee is saying play on Thomas Leeson is our match referee from Dublin out come Mead, they're working it across the own half-back line. It's now with Mikey Burke. He plays a bit of football too, this fella. He's built very well, Mike. He's a big, strong man. His hand pass was good. Jack Cavanagh came through, but Nicholas Pollard has it. Bit of ground hurling from Carlo. Won back there by the hard-working Faker Fitzpatrick. He done well. Jack Cavanagh has it. The hand pass in field. Gets it as far as Marty. Marty's a look at the post in the hospital end. Sends in the shot. Marty Cavanagh sends it over the bar. Beautiful play yeah, from Fitzpatrick. Got it to Jack. Jack to Marty. Marty over the bar. And we were talking about discipline in other games and Jack is having a blinder today but if you take Marty out of the equation Carlos scores would be scarce absolutely like you know young Fies he did brilliant yeah you know he did the spade work there like he took a bit of pain to get that ball and he sent it to Jack and Jack to Marty and you know the rest is on the scoreboard like it was a good score though here comes Sean Murphy on the far side flicks it back in field Carlo from distance this time it's going to be Fieger if it's Patrick that's number 9 I think yeah it's a wide ball this time they're the ones you want to be getting but he went for it. The scoreboard reads 14 points, Carlo. 12 points to Mead. Four and a half minutes gone in the second half. Sundrench, Park Tolchin and Navin. A strong wind favouring Carlo now. And this is the second half. At half time, Carlo led by 12 points to 10. 14 12 now. So two points apiece each in the second half. High dropping ball drops down in the Carlo half back line. Dermot Burnham gets a touch. Breaks favourably towards Chris Nolan. 29 on his back goes for a big draw against towards the keeper and Charlie Ennis controls it right in front of his midriff and he plays a nice ball out towards Stephen Morris Morris turns back in field the hand pass is good plays it to his cornerback Sean Garrity a great name they've buried down the road great international hunt jockey and uh, outside the D it goes and out towards Shane Whitty Shane Whitty comes out and Mead working well nice running off the ball lovely play from the rail suspect hand pass goes to Mikey Burke it was suspect here comes Mikey strong in possession switches it back to Stephen Morris Mead still on the attack Carroll leading by two but is Mead inside the 45 now Jack Regan turns inside one gone inside two lays it off chance for Mikey Burke who kept running sends it in oh that's a great score from Mead and Mikey Burke and all of the half back line are on the scoreboard and that score of the game no matter where you're from 14 points to 13 Mikey Burke has sent it in and over the bar Terry Kelly and that was very very well worked absolutely 5 points from their half back line so far Brendan all from play you know that was a very very well worked score what 14 points to 13 and the short pass out kick for hurling out again and Brian Tracy returns the ball Brian has gone for a rocket launcher that is a massive ball from Brian Tracy Mouse keeps it in plays out to Chris Nolan ground strike oh it's gone to the back of the net he gets it, it's a fortuitous goal for Carlo. It's a sucker punch for Mead, but the ball came back off the post and Chris Nolan says this has to hit the net. He absolutely pulled on it, old-fashioned ground school hurling, and he's hit it to the back of the net, and that could be a big turning point. 114 is a total of 17 points to 13. It's only four points, it's nothing in hurling, but it's a good goal by Nolan. It's a good score, you know, it's the fact that, you know, Marty, he, you know, he rescued a ball that looked to be dead. It was kind of more than now hurling. The ball broke out to Chris, probably 25 years out, listen we're on the attack again Brendan yeah Jack Cavanagh did well Dermot Byrne he sends it upfield but it's gone a little bit wayward Sean Murphy is sprinting down the line for this one oh he goes in the cross catches that's the lead man card. that's going to be a yellow that's card I don't think there was real malice in it he no, nice no, for no, the ball no no he like he went for the ball and he just kind of tangled like and the man is much smaller I think he's in Patterson is it like you know Sean, Sean Murphy's is a, big, a, big, he's a big man oh, oh, that was stood beside him below there before the match and he's a giant he's a big man yeah, he just ran straight into the, the mead man he had eyes for the ball in the fairness there was a bit of hunger and passion there and you know what they call him choo choo I don't know why but uh, a choo choo to me when I was growing up for a young child it was a train 
And I tell you, he moves like one when he gets up to momentum and acceleration. One fourteen to Carlo, thirteen points to me. That's a big turning point, turns. That's a big, big turning point. Like you know, you know, it's kind of a kind of a fortunate goal in a way because you know Chris said he met the ball probably twenty five yards out. Like Marty was after rescuing the ball that looked to be dead, and you know from the massive puck, from the massive puck out, like the wind is like wind assisted, and uh, you know as I said they got the goal and it's a vital vital score. Yeah, Meader about to bring in a substitute here. Jack Walsh is West, about to come in. Westmead have gone ahead 13 points to 11 Brendan 10 minutes played in the second half so 13 points to 11 15 man Westmead against Kildare so 13-11 there so Kildare still remaining on 3 points in running Carlo in running now are on 5 points but a long way to go what I mean in running that's what the tell me he's going to word with Sean Murphy here. I think the umpires after throwing in his tuppence word here turns yes. and Sean comes back in here and uh, referee Thomas Leeson is having a word with Sean Murphy and that's, that's a yellow, yellow card. card. Yeah. That's a yellow card. Meter, so. meter, bringing in number eighteen. Number seven, Mickey Burkers, replaced by number eighteen, Jack Walsh. And Mickey Burkers after scoring two points, and he's been replaced from the half back line by Jack Walsh. Jack Walsh is in, yeah. Mikey Brooks around the wild here. He is, but he's coming off. He, he doesn't seem to be injured, and he's oh, like, and, a, you know, and, and he seems to be playing pretty well. He's a fine player. He's a fine player, Mikey. Here's the free out for me. Downfield it goes. Michael Dial is underneath it. Mead man came in over his shoulder. Mead have won the breaking ball, and that's gone wide. wide. That's a wide ball. It's a wide ball. They didn't even. The umpires are at sea now because the man behind the goal couldn't see it. It's a wide ball. Yeah. 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 In fact, that the man at the side where the ball went out is asking the other fellow who was at a disadvantage. You know, was it wide? Well, you know what? Two pairs of eyes is better than one turn. So let's be fair. He made the call. Yeah, properly. he did. He did. He did. He but did. Uh, they have to take their time in it because if they rushed it and they gave it. You'd, you'd be given out. <laughs> six wides for Mead and five for Carlo over the match. So 114 far. on the scoreboard for Carlo. The goal coming from Chris Nolan at halftime. Carlo led by 12 points to 10. It's now 114. Carlo, 13 points to Mead. They poke out to Jack McCullough. Jack McCullough to the middle of the park. And here is Carlo on the run. Connor Keogh scored a point in the first half. Young St. Mullins man. He battles over there in the far side. Carlo win it back on that far side. Here's John Nolan. Quiet in the first half. The man from My Valley. But he sends one in around the house. Carlo's Marty is underneath it. Batter back outside goal. Chance here. John Nolan ran in onto it. But the ball just spun off the boss of his stick. And the meat full back. Shane Brennan, the Kilmessen man, will try and send it downfield. And he's blocked down. Marty Cavanagh does really, really well. He's really working so hard without the ball today. He's working really really hard so he is like you know he's got the bulk of the scores from both play and from freeze and he's doing so well and like you know he said he saved the ball that was technically more as you think it was going to be wide I can Chris got the goal off it well here's a sideline ball for Carla sideline cuts are not so easy between the two 45s but, but inside the 45s there's a lovely bit of lush grass in the hospital end where's Chris Nolan he? he's in there hovering around <laughs> the house well he got the one ankle there but John Michael plays a parallel ball across it goes yeah, as far as John yeah. Nolan running onto it Here's Conor Keogh came in onto it. Me do tidy it up and now they're going to work it out for Nicholas Potterton, the man from Kildalki. Good old hurling stronghold in County Mead. Potterton, lovely stick work, lovely play. Plays it across to a flyer here and Adam Gannon. Gannon runs downfield. He's absolutely blistering pace. Gets as far as the 20 metre line. Danger for Carlo here. Back to Jack Regan. Jack Regan says, thank you very much, Mr Eastwood. He sends that one over the bar and now one each. Chris Nolan's goal separates the sides 1-14 to Carlo 14 points to meet Jack Regan has got the score from play Terry Kelly yeah, and we been. are well into the second half now 10 minutes into the second half here goes Sean Murphy on the run he can move to a look at this man go inside the 20 metre line Sean Murphy keeper stops it back 
out towards the edge of the small parallelogram it goes no Carlo player chasing in they're all there trying to win it back now oh an illegal Three, hand pass illegal an hand illegal pass. hand pass <laughs> I, was, I met two mead characters at half time on, on the way back up the steps and I said it's a good old it's a good old sporting game that wind is howling at the moment you'll hear it in the microphones and I said uh, discipline the name of the game for both teams now and one of them says that referee won't send off anybody from Carlo <laughs> that was a soft free to her <laughs> it was like you know but talking about speed Money Scott would be on our best to catch up to you know to Sean Murphy that he was absolutely motored like you know but the goalie made a good save and from the resultant free Marty it should be simple isn't it great that you're talking about Molly two years ago you didn't know who she I was I hadn't a clue who she, she was, was in the world semi-final on Saturday and she and did us she proud she was brilliant she was brilliant brilliant, brilliant broke the track record congratulations Molly here's another Carlo sports star Marty Kavanagh they're doing quite well now he sends in another one so well done Molly and we also think of the Tompkins family today as well. Past right. Cool Kenno, uncle of the great Larry, who Captain Cork sadly passed away in his 90th year on Friday. Great GA family in the Clonmore, Cool Kenna area of Carlow and Wicklow. So to the Tompkins family, we send our deepest sympathy and rest in peace, Pat. One of the great characters and a great friend of our own, Tommy Murphy's as well. Here come Mead on the attack. 115 to Carlow, 14 points to uh, Mead at the moment. Here come Mead. This man is causing Carlow problems. Adam Gannon is his name. Switches it back outfield towards Mikey Cole or Mickey Cole. Mickey Cole gets it back to Damien Healy. Scored in the first half, but That's Damien right. has That's gone right. wide in the second half. It's it, a wide for Mead. Damien Ca- got the first score of the match, but he was wide with that one, Brendan. Carlow leading. 115 to Carlo, a total of 18 points, 14 points to me. Jack Cavanagh clears this ball to St Mullins, man, way over to the far side. Sean Murphy runs on to the first touch, is vital here. Help comes from John Nolan, John of Mount Leinster Rangers. There's a John Michael as well, you all know that well. Carlo go for the big one from the middle of the park, that's a massive strike. And has that gone in and over that's the basket? A great score. That's uh, that, that was a super score. I think that was that Niall Bulger got that. Oh, what's the feet, Chris? No, it's right, right from the right half back line in the sunshine. Chas will tell me here. His uh, uh, what a sunshine! I think it was, and I think I have it right. That's going to be a line ball, Carlo. They're growing in confidence now. One sixteen to four to one sixteen to fourteen. And that went in, and it went over the bar. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, was the young Bulger. Yeah, 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 fair play to the young lad. He's yeah, had a great score. Fair play to the Bangles now, Chas. Niall has got a great score. The Bangles Town Gales man. There we are, ball breaking. Outfield it comes, here come Mead. David Riley, from Reeman. Don't get the advantage. John Cullen and Evan Kelly, country and run on to it is Damien Healy. Danger for Carter here, there's the shot. Oh, Brian Tracy Good brings save. off the save. He was taking no chances, the Michael man. He swept it away, the shot came from David Riley. And Carlo, hang on, 116 to 14. 14 minutes gone. Jack McCullough, Bagnestone, puts in the interception. It's a line ball to Mead. They'll fight tooth and nail for this. If Mead lose, they remain on two points in this league. They will be relegated to 2B. Carlo win, they can go to a semi final. But if Westmead win, that puts pay to the semi final. The moral of the story is Carlo want to stay in Division 2A. They're in the Joe Mack in a few weeks' time. Here comes Mead. They're in a two. They'll play here. There's a dangerous ball. Goal chance here to Mead. Man just dropped it at the vital time. Still has a second bite of the cherry. Sending it in and over the bar. He's on the field since the start. Wearing 23. Mickey Cole is his name. The man from Trim. He's got his second of the afternoon. It's 116 to Carlo. Total of 19 points. It's 15 points to Mead. We're just about 15 minutes into the second half here. With thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management. Carlos leading waste disposal company. And we will be heading for... 
UPMC Nolan Park in a few minutes time as soon as they're up and running they will have a minute silence there as they are having an all GA grounds today to remember all those who have passed away in the pandemic as Marty Kavanagh turns on that the far side ah this man beauty. is absolute cracker wins it under 45 he's back to goal he says we let one fly here he's let it fly and it's his third from play he's keeping the scoreboard operator busy today he might be pushing buttons we used to poke square numbers in Port Leash and watch Cullen Park and Greg Cullen everywhere Stephen Devereaux was the scoreboard keeper over there 117 to 15 the late great Odzie Coakley done it in Carlo it's all digital now as Carlos Jack Cavanagh comes to try and win a ball but out comes Adam Gannon Adam Gannon plays it downfield chance for Nicholas Potterton Potterton has gone through goal chance for me Potterton with the shot brilliant save by Brian Tracy absolutely brilliant if Carlo to win this one the Michael man has brought oh, up absolute brilliant save he went full length Brendan across the field across the goal to save that that was just a magnificent save all jokes aside the like of that if it could be captured on television just a brilliant save that was a try fair play to the man 1-17 to Carlo 15 points to meet the two goalkeepers have brought off brilliant saves today Charlie Ennis at one end Brian Tracy at the other meanwhile Mead have a 65 Jack Regan he scored four free so far on a point from play the scoreboard reads 1-17 to Carlo 15 points to meet we're 16 minutes into the second half this is a do or die situation for the Carlo hurlers as the Mead man sends it That's in I told you three times this fella's quality That's a good Jack score, Regan the Kiltail man sends in another one played alongside a few great hurlers on this Mead team Tony Fox in the past Sean Heavey they're good ones Shane Brennan at Kilbesson is at full back Sean Geraghty from Kilskeer is at right corner back that's where the legendary Carlo footballer Enda Smith from the 50s came from Kilskeer outside Kells played for Carlo in 55 against Offaly and Newbridge in the Leinster semi-final as Sean steps, Murphy steps. took too many steps he can't say anything to the referee now he's on yellow he's yeah, got yeah. to put down the ball and move away and that's what he's done Mead are going to take this one quickly Jack Regan moves back to the half back line Jack Regan has let fly he's not hanging around there's a fair old battle with Conor Lawler and the full forward Conor Lawler breaks the ball but the corner forward has it Brains, get, get, brings another save out of Carlo Brian Tracy and look who's back to Michael Dyle he's got to get rid of this ball Michael Dyle he gets it to Jack Cavan and Jack sends it from Marley as far as Glenn he's hit it so far 117 to 16 17 minutes gone here in in uh, the park as uh, John Nolan really hasn't got into the game as such yet John Amoy Valley he's been bottled up by a good hard working me defence but there's been down. a foul yeah, yeah. Carlo had one back possession through Marty Cavan John Nolan made a little bit of a foul on the yeah. Mead man coming out and that's the story at mm. the moment Alliance Hurling League Division 2A 21 minutes into the second half it's Kildare 13 points Westmead 16 a Kildare point from Jack Sheridan the last one we heard if Westmead win theirs oh Mead have got a goal here the long ball has come downfield and they've rattled it I'm not sure who got the final touch I think it could have been Healy the man with the green helmet come on Jack Walsh has got it yeah, and that has come from nothing and we've a one point game here in Newbridge or in Park Tolchin the only life saving thing is turns yeah, that if Westmead do win and Mead win that Kildare two points in the Brenda 116 to 17 I think 117 to 116 is the scoreboard you're right sorry Brenda you missed it there free in Carlo oh the Mead man the Mead selectors are absolutely fuming decisions like this could mean you stay in two way or you go down Carlo have got the free the point I was about to make to there on the action kicked in is that Carlo win and Westmead win it's going to be Westmead semi-final the moral of the story is Carlo want to stay in two way so if Carlo win here lose here and Kildare lose Carlo still have a chance of staying in because of a better scoring difference yeah. than Kildare yeah, 8 yeah, points coming yeah, into the game yeah there's 8 points in the difference Brendan scoring that average. could but be the difference this is Marty like he'd be kind of hopeful that he can keep right, up his we'll, form right, we'll, you know. be, we'll be heading to UPMC Nolan Park to 
Robbie Dowling and Michael Walsh after this free. Here we go. Marty Cavanagh to put Carlo 118 to 116 in front. That's, that's exactly what he's done, Marty Cavanagh. It's over to Robbie Dowling and Michael Walsh. UPMC Nolan Park. Kilkenny and Waterford. Robbie. Yes, thanks very much, Robbie. Well, Carlo are going to be in trouble here now because it's 119 to meet. They just have to make it at 119. Carlo 119. Carlo have made a sub. They've brought on Richard Cody and Kevin McDonald has been replaced. Me have brought on a sub. Jack Walsh and he's causing problems. Mikey Cole has popped over two in this the second half David Riley has just scored Marco Sullivan has scored it's all Mead in the last few minutes and we do know that Westmead are leading Kildare at the moment so Westmead will go to the semi-final and if that stays that way Kildare will go down but Carlo will have to be careful here the Mead have won a free out and Carlo are not happy the referee has blown for a high challenge Terence this is a squeaky bum time for Carlo 10 minutes remaining here 119 apiece and Mead have the upper hand at the moment even though they haven't headed Carlo since early in the game that's true like you know and for the and, and uh, Carlo went into a three point lead there when we went off here and both um, Meader have to get the last three scores yeah well Westmead are now leading by 19 points to 13 so that's a lifeline for Carlo that's, six that's a lifeline yeah. yeah absolutely like you know that's a lifeline for Carlo but anyway they I do want to win here they I do want to Tony win Tony Lawler being prepared here also Brendan number 20 on his back here yeah well Westmead win against Kildare if that finishes they'll go through to the semi-final on 6 points because Kildare and Carlo can't get 6 points but anyway I think I've given you enough on the scores on the doors at the moment we'll be going back to UPMC Nolan it's a yellow, card. It's a yellow for card for Carlo Jack Kevin has picked up a yellow card and to be fair now I know Jack has a bit of a history but I thought that was a small bit harsh yeah, uh, it was the ball was there to be won and he had to go win it he's trying to win a match for his team but anything high or anything in that department Tony Lawler's in, in for Nile Bulger. So Tony Lawler's in for Nile Bulger. So Tony wearing number 20, the man from Mount Leinster Rangers. And here is a free for Mead. And uh, I'm not sure the ball is on their own half back line, taken by Shane Whitty, the man from Blackhall Gales. Remember, if Mead win here today, they won't be relegated. There's a huge ball down to the full forward line. Carlo standing, disciplined, defending. The umpire has a close look. The umpire said it's, it's a, a free, free out. out. It's a free, free out. out. Ball yeah. picked off the ground. It was good defence from Carlo. Let's be fair about it. Yeah, listen, a man throwing himself down as if you know, as if he was playing rugby, and you know, he was hoping for the free. But no, the referee he wasn't waived by the decision, so it's a free out. And Brian Tracy is going to take the free. Waterford six points. Kilkenny two points. Eight minutes gone in the first half. There at UPMC in Olin Park. In a full commentary as soon as this match ends. We're going back to Robbie in a moment. One nineteen, Carlo. One nineteen, Mead. With thanks to Ray Wheel and Waste Management, Carlo's leading Waste Disposal There's Company. That's yes, it now. That should be it. The ball's hopped down. Lost. Put out from Brian Tracy. It's gone to the back of the net. And I think it's Chris Nolan. It's Chris Nolan has got Nolan, it. Chris Nolan. He's got the two Carlo goals, and that could be the saviour for Carlo. But it looks like Westmead are going to beat Kildare. There'll be no semi-final, but they'll have to try and survive here. Has that put me away? There's still only three points in the tower. Yeah, Two nineteen to one nineteen. There's twenty-seven minutes gone, and you know the ball broken. Chris, you know he didn't. You know he didn't need a second chance, but it's a free. Uh, there's, a, there's going to be trouble here. He absolutely pulled across Conor Lawler. The referee is telling Thomas Leeson is telling the man to get away. I think this man is in trouble. He pulled right across. Uh, uh, Conor Lawler the famous man that scored that goal against Kildare in the football a few years ago now this could be serious for yeah, me Connor's after having a very and in fairness to Damien Healy he's been very sporting but a pull like that now there could be trouble here it's only a yellow right uh, at the moment it's a free out to Carlo 2-19 to Carlo 1-19 to the Meadmen 
and uh, in the second half in the Alliance National Hurling League 31 minutes into the second half Kildare 13 points Westmead now 120 so it looks like Westmead are in the semi and in the meantime Mead make a substitution Carlo are going to be safe no matter what now 219 Carlo 119 Mead we'll hand back to Robbie and we'll be back here for the closing stages in a few minutes time Connor is getting up he's still yeah. injured but we go back to UPMC Nolan Park Carlo in the driving seat here Robbie 219 Carlo 119 Mead, but Kildare are on the canvas in Newbridge and Westmead are going to march on to the semi-final but Carlo would like to win here and if they lose Kildare could go down uh, and Mead will stay up that's the way it is back to you Robbie thanks very much Robbie we've two and a half minutes to go here in Park Tolchin it's Carlo in the driving seat 220 to Carlo 120 to Mead have to give Mead credit they've hurled very very well here this afternoon few Carlo performances below par and Mead are not finished yet they don't know what the score is in Newbridge but if they get four points here and win the match with two on top of two they've an advantage coming here now Kildare are going to be relegated here go Mead they're going looking for the goal there's the shot oh it stopped and it's coming back for the free on the 20 metre line 220 to 120 now turns he's definitely going to go for a goal this time because three goal, points yeah. will give him a bit of an advantage and maybe they might get one to win it but 220 Carlo 120 to Mead with thanks to Ray Whelan Waste Management and we'll be going back to you PMC, the minute the final whistle goes here in Park Tolchin, Mead need a goal and a point and if they win this match they'll be on four points, Carlo will be on three, Kildare will be on three but Carlo will stay up courtesy of scoring differences, the referee is busy, Thomas Gleeson is his name, that's the man refereed the game in Ballycran yeah. a few weeks ago. And he's been busy at the moment, turns. And Carl have made another change when we were at Robbie and Michael in Nolan Park. Uh, Adam Gannon has got a yellow card for Mead, and uh, that's all he's given because Dermot yeah. Byrne, I think, was already on a yellow. He didn't give him one. Here's the shot. He's taken the point. Why would he, he take the point? Feels there's enough time left. 34 minutes exactly gone. Over the bar. 120 to 121 now to Mead. 220 to Carlo, 26 points to 24, it's a two point advantage for the Barrowsiders here meanwhile in Newbridge in 2 way 34 minutes into the second half, Kildare 14, Westmead 121, that's done and dusted, Westmead will be in the semi-final they're now on 6 points they had a plus 15 as well so that scoring doesn't make any difference now Carlo blocked down the ball Jack Cavanagh really done well Carlo can wrap it up here sends it into the Chris Nolan oh it's a brilliant hook or was it legal it was he got two goals today Chris Nolan he hasn't had his best game but he's got two goals he should have had a hat trick the mid corner back did well Carlo weathered the storm Dermot Byrne, he got a rocket launcher of a score when you were away with Michael and Robbie and Kilkenny Waterford. We're going back there in a moment, right to the last minute here now, as uh, the big man John Michael Nolan tries to steamroll forward. Jack Cavanagh, he's played well the set ball. Oh, for the hand pass. Uh, and a legal hand pass. Mead are fighting for their lives here to stay in Division 2A. 35 minutes on the clock, 2.20 to Carlo. A total of 26 points, 1.21 to Mead. Someone has said something. The yeah, he wasn't giving back the ball and uh, you know he kind of Here the referees have to move and hope he have to mistake he, he, he missed hit that ball and he's got away with it Mead need a goal if they score they'll win by a point they're nervous they're foul it's going to be a free in the charge came from uh, Richard Cody, Richard Cody the old dog for the hard row than the pup for the pat he's uh, fouled the Mead man Mead have a free they'll surely knock it in around the house we're gone 30 seconds over the 35 Carlo will survive even if they do lose now I think because that game is done and dusted in Newbridge and it is Mead if they win here there'll be celebrations like the Italian rugby team yesterday winning in Cardiff 
Carlo are now safe, but can Mead stay in Division 2A? They need a goal to win this match. It's 220 to Carlo, 121 to Mead. Ball's gone all the way. It's, wide. it's gone wide. It's, it's gone wide, wide. It's gone wide. It's gone wide. Carlo are going to hang on here. They die in seconds. It's 121 now to Westmead, 14 to Kildare, 24 points to 14. It's a 10 point win for Westmead. Of course, they'll play Kilkenny in the Leinster Championship Mead's in a few weeks' time. Paul Cody is coming into the Carlo team. And number 19. Alan O'Sullivan, O'Sullivan the Clonic Ale man is coming in and John Michael Nolan is coming off at Team Brennan John Michael is being withdrawn no turns before the puck out this is going to be the last passage of play 2-21-21 we knew this was going to be a test you get yeah. nothing easy up here Mead are going to be a force to be reckoned with in the Joe McDonough it's going to be some tournament this year yeah we're here in probably about four weeks time I think it's the 16th or something we're here like in April and uh, you know it's not going to be simple but uh, you know without Marty Cabinet today we were in big trouble he, he scored 16 points He's got 15 or 16, 16 points. 16 exactly, like, you know? yeah. He scored yeah, 16 know, he, points he, out of 220. So the rest he of the Carlo team. Amazed. Like Chris hasn't his best game and he got two goals. He did. You know, and uh, you know, Carlo were substandard performers enough not by a lot of the players. And here is a sideline ball for Carlo. Dying seconds now. We're in out of time. Sideline ball on the far side for Carlo. They got an excellent one to win or draw the match in Kildare a fortnight ago. Here's another one, and that looks good. It has great trajectory. That's gone in. That's a white ball. The Carlo supporters thought it was in and over the bar. 220 to Carlo. 121 to Mead. We're into the 38th minute. Last chance saloon for the Royals. Thomas Leeson, the Dublin referee, says on we play. Dermot Byrne has come and won the ball there, but the breaking ball goes to Adam Gannon. Gannon races to the 45. Gannon, shoulder to shoulder, he says. Dermot Byrne nearly put him as far as Skjok Fosteen with that belt. He might have met Robert Mazel coming home, but anyway, it's a line ball to Carlo. 220 to Carlo, 121 to me. Turns that should be it. That should be it. It would have been a disaster to go down here, but I think they're going to hang on. And a line ball with Jack Cavan is not in any hurry to take. We'll be heading straight back to UPMC in Olin Park. Westmead have defeated Kildare. They're into the semi final to play Kerry. Downer already in the final. And Carlo are just about to hang on and deprive Mead of a place in two way. Or can Mead, or is there time to go back downfield and get a goal? The referee is playing on time. Shane Brennan from Kilmessen has it. That Kilmessen man sends the hand pass downfield. The Dosser Walsh is joined. It's out over the line. And that should be game set and match Thomas Leeson looks I think the referee's been fair he's been saying we'll give you the benefit of the doubt there 24 points to 14 but there was 5 minutes 5 minutes of additional time yeah, so we still have a bit to go yeah we still have two, almost 2 minutes still to go still have a bit to go we'll be going straight back to UPMC Nolan Park here's the sideline ball Jack Cavanagh the St Mullins man he's played well today for Carlo he had a great game He's played very well. He needs. He's on two minds now. Oh, Jack having it. I put the mockers on him, but the ball goes into Fick the middle of the park. And Fiacre Fitzpatrick has it back to Jack. Fiacre sends it back to Jack. Jack goes for a route one ball all the way, and it's going to drop to the right and wide. Now the mead keeper Charlie Ennis is going to wind up for this and hope his team can get a goal and keep them in Division Two A. Here's the free or the, the puck out from Charlie, the man from Trim, just up the road from Navantown here in in that meet big big ball it doesn't go far enough the big full forward goes up but Dermot Byrne won a great ball running onto it it's the Carlo midfielder and he's won a great ball Conor Keown full credit to the young St Mullins man he's won the ball in the middle of the park himself and Fitzpatrick have put in a great shift yeah. in the middle of the field today it will be a free Carlo 2.20 to Carlo 1.21 to Mead and if this goes in and over the bar turns you the long journey back to Ballymurphy will seem like a short one and I know you drove a tractor from Summer Hill to Ballymurphy once upon a time as well that's going back a few years Number 12, Sean Murphy, is replaced by number 23, Fiego Tool. Fiego Tool, the four, five minutes are up, so this should be the last three. He scored 16 points so far. 
Sean Murphy put in a good shift too. We got two points, Sean, today. Chris yeah. Nolan got two goals. And this man, Marty Cavanagh, has scored 16 points from his own 65. He can make it 17. Here's the lift. There's the strike. Sends it in. It travels. That's Marty. Cream comes to the top. He's a bit of class. That should be it. 221 to 121. The lead by three. The draw's no good to me, but five minutes of additional time is definitely up. We're into the sixth minute now. Thomas Leeson is playing on here. He, there's a ball caught in the middle of the field. Look who it is again. Marty Cavanagh. He'll be on team of the week this week. Gets it across to the far side of the park. The man that's on in possession for Carlo. Well, it's a Teddy Joyce. The that's man wide. from Rangers has gone wide. It's as good as a score at this stage. Turns to have it, I think. 221-121. Three in it. It's all, it's all over. over. Carlo win in a heated battle. 221 to 121. Straight back to Robbie and UPMC Nolan Park. And Willie and Kevin will be in Turles later on. Final score from Park Chalchon. 221 to Carlo. 121 to Mead. You've been listening to Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie to bring you the very best in our sporting commentaries as broadcast on KCLR. We've got more sports podcasts on offer, including The Clash, Act, or GAA podcast, The Football Manager Football Show, The Knock On, and Scoreline Extra, all available in the KCLR app and online at Scoreline.ie.